All right, welcome to the Deals Today podcast. And this is a marketing rambles episode that is a in-between interview episode, kind of a filler episode. Um, I don't give interview episodes every single week, but instead I'll deliver a marketing tip, copywriting tip applied to real estate investing, a little 10-minute, maybe five-minute tip here and there every other week. So in this case today, I'm going to be talking about Claude Hopkins in scientific advertising and motivation. Uh, there's an Claude Hopkins is a very, very old uh, advertiser, mail order advertiser from the early 1900s, early 19, I'm, I'm talking about 190 something. I can't remember the exact date. Uh, I can't remember the dates of a lot of these, um, of these old school uh, marketers and, and copywriters, but his book, Scientific Advertising, it's one of those quote Bibles of, for copywriters. If you're in the marketing world, you know of, or if you're in the copywriting world, I should say, you know of Claude Hopkins's book, Scientific Advertising. Everybody recommends that book. Um, and in that book, he t tells of a story of when toothpaste was launched in advertising as, as mail order and um, I'm not too sure exactly what other means that it was used for advertising, but um, in this case, what we're talking about here is back when it was launched, uh, he gives the whole story in that book, uh, There, it, it was a bust. That, that campaign just sucked. It was a shitty campaign. There was a lot of money spent on it, and they couldn't scratch their heads why, at least the company couldn't. They couldn't scratch their heads why this beautiful product, this product that's needed to get people to have cleaner teeth, to get people to uh, to have cavity-free lives, why people weren't buying it. They're spending a lot of some money on it. And Claude Hopkins, he deduced that the reason why is because you can't change a mass uh, a mass movement. You cannot create a mass habit into a, a, a large audience. You cannot change people from going uh, a habit of not brushing their teeth to brushing their teeth overnight. That takes lots of years. It takes lots of money. It takes lots of dedication to pushing that message down people's throat. So the lesson here, if you're, if you're in real estate, you're, you're probably seeing where I'm going with this is that you cannot make motivation. Um, there's When I started, and when a lot of people started, we were running around going to appointments that appointments that were not worthy of an appointment. Uh, we just wanted to get an appointment, and hopefully there's a deal out of it. And these people were just retail sellers. They were never going to sell a discount. They just saw our advertising or our cold call in which we said, hey, we buy for cash. Hey, you buy for cash, come on over, check out my house. Until you tell them your offer, your 75%, 70%, 60% offer, and their jaw drops, they call you a dirtbag, they tell you to leave the house. Um, and that true story, by the way, in my life. And all because you concealed the fact that you don't sell to retail sellers. You don't buy at retail price. Um, and that's something I go into more detail in my newsletter, my new digital newsletter membership uh, that I'm launching soon. It's uh, there. It comes with newsletters and interviews and audios and videos, and where I talk about how um, you can't. There are ways to respectively tell the seller that you don't buy a retail price, 
but still earn a deal later down the road if they if some kind of motivational situation turns about a lot of a lot of sellers they do conceal some kind of situation sometimes um you know they don't tell you right off the bat that they're suffering from this they have a sale coming up um that they have problems in their in their title uh sometimes it takes a little a little bit of prying so in either case what the point i'm getting at here is is i i was reminded of this when i was talking to my wife today about recycling out of all things you know my wife and i were kind of these tree-loving, hippie type of conservatives. We do swing right on the political spectrum, but we are, she is an um, environmentalist, and she, she is a big into the zero-waste movement, which is a movement that, that uh, they try to shop and, 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 and be more conservative in their buying choices by purchasing less... Uh, less one-time products, meaning like instead of buying a jar of plastic peanut butter, they take their own jar with them and fill it up at the Winko where you can use the machine to fill up a jar of peanut butter. Um, there's, a, there's a small movement in, in the U.S. for that. But the point where I'm getting at is that we were talking about that, and she made the comment. She said, well, if only more people would use these products because the whole problem was, was uh, in, re- in recycling, actually, uh, you can't, and I know this is, I'm going on a tangent here, but but bear with me. This has to do with motivated uh, sellers. Um, I was throwing away a plastic jar of peanut butter that was empty. But the, the problem with recycling is that when you have peanut butter caked inside of it, it most likely won't be recycled because they don't have the, the technology to, to recycle that. And her comment was, if only more people used less of this plastic. And I, I said, that's... That's nonsense. You will never change, make 500 million people change their habit overnight. A, a better use, a better effective way would just to just be spend money on a better technology that makes recycling work better. So anyway, back to motivated sellers. You cannot change motivation. And we were running around so so often thinking that, you know, concealing the fact that we buy, we're investors and we buy at a discount and we just need to get appointments. No, you need to get on less appointments with these retail buyers. You need to get on, find more of the motivated sellers. I keep saying retail buyers, but you know what I mean? It's retail sellers. Um, and, and, and work the leads that are actually motivated or that have a motivational situation coming up. Um, you know, you need two things. You need a situation that prompts them to sell at a discount, but you also need a desire. There's lots of people that have a situation coming up, and they know it, but they're price shopping, thinking that, hey, you know, I'm okay. I'm going to find somebody at retail price. They, in other words, they don't have a desire to sell it right now. Um, and, and, and so those two things, desire and a situation is needed. You can't create habits out of people. You can't create a mass movement to change overnight. You, in other words, you cannot create motivation. The same goes with um, this is kind of the second lesson tied behind this, um, and that's list building. What list are you going after? You know, if you're spending money on marketing and advertising, I highly, highly suggest from my own experience, if you're spending money on it, do not b- go after lists that are full of retail sellers. Um, or non-sellers, and for that matter, it's even worse. Then that is, that is the biggest bullshit advice that I see given most often in forums and by coaches, um, by BiggerPockets.com, is to buy a 
a uh, equity list. And that is just terrible, terrible advice, an equity list. It's not only just the most given advice, it's the most used advice too. Um, it, and you know, it might work in, in, uh, in the Midwest or less crowded areas. I don't want to say all Midwest. Somebody's going to say, hey, my, I'm in the Midwest and it's a crowded area. Well, okay, less crowded areas. But if, if there's a sliver of competition in your area, those equity lists will get you killed. You have to spend an arm and a leg to get a deal. You got to find, it is literally finding a needle in a haystack. Okay, like just imagine you have a, not just a needle stack, a barn full of hay. Imagine you walk into a barn and somebody says to you, there's a needle somewhere in these hundred stacks of hay. You know, they're all piled up on each other. I worked on a dairy farm every once in a while. My cousins were, um, worked on one. Every once in a while I work on one and we have to move hay. And those things were heavy. As a kid, those things were damn heavy. So imagine piles of hay and you got to find a needle in them. Well, that's the same as trying to work a list of, of homeowners with equity. They're not even selling. Most of them are not, are not even selling. You're trying to work that list. So point being, if we're going to spend money, don't be like the, the toothpaste company that came out with the toothpaste for the first time, like Claude Hopkins describes, and, and, and think that you can, you can move, you, you can create a, a, a desire, a mass product movement a mass purchase of a new product just because quote it's needed you know if you think your your service is needed for a certain seller think again you gotta you gotta go after the sellers who are uh, actually have a desire to sell to you at a discount and two you gotta make sure that list has people who are gonna who have a situation coming up every single one of those people have some type of situation code enforcement liens uh, auction, tax sale auction, or foreclosure coming up, probate, inherited, whatever it is, those people have some sort of desire. This is single family. This doesn't apply to land. Okay, land was a whole other animal. There was a lot less chasing on the acquisition side, more chasing on the on the selling side, trying to find chasing buyers instead of sellers. But in single family, multifamily, there's a lot of chasing if you're not going after the right people. So that those are the two lessons for today. One is make sure you are going after the right people, that you aren't chasing a crap list full of people who are not, not even sellers. They just have equity. Um, that you're chasing people, you're, you're spending money and time on people who actually have a situation in mind. And two, you cannot create motivation. You can't create a desire to sell a discount. Even those people who have a situation they may not have a desire to sell right now, uh, so you got to be you. You got to balance it out here. You have to meaning if you if they if they're urging you to go to an appointment, but they're not. You know they they already sit, set up front. Hey, I, I'm only looking for this price range, and this pr price range just happens to be at retail price or above. You might want to weigh it out. I mean, depends on your time. It depends on your capabilities. If you absolutely have, if you have very little time, you got tons of appointments coming up, and you might have to kick down to the curb and follow up with them later. Um, so it's all balance game here, and it all depends on what you're able to do. But either case, make sure you are spending time with the right people. You're spending money on the right people on the right lists, um, and there you're not going around chasing people who are never motivated. You're never going to change an unmotivated person to motivated. That just comes on their own. Okay. Um, and another thing, here's another tip too. 
just because somebody says on the phone that they're a they're a landlord, you know, they own this many properties. I own a hundred properties, you know. Um, I'm a real estate agent. I'm a real broke. I'm a real estate broker at KWJF broker, whatever, whatever title you want to throw on there. Um, the millions of brokers out there. But um, if uh, they're mentioning to you that they're a professional investor, uh, don't hang up. Don't throw your towel in with them. They they become motivated as well. They are motivated sellers. I was a motivated seller at one point. I had a mobile home that I priced, I bought way too high, priced way too high, and was sitting for six months, racking up the monthly fees, and I needed to sell. And I and I and I was a motivated seller. Uh, I somewhat knew what I was doing. I would I would still consider myself a professional investor back then. But in either case, those people still become motivated. And those are probably probably better people to deal with in the long run. They're straight shooters. Um, so those are my tips sprinkled in through here. Uh, it comes from Claude Hopkins, the scientific advertising book. The whole principle behind it is that you want to sell to buyers. That's the marketing principle. In our case, it's you want to deal with motivated sellers. You don't want to go after anybody else. So that's it for today. Uh, and and if you're not on my daily email list and you want to get more tips like this, uh, more consistent, more regular basis than these these little audios I have, join my email list at realestateaudios.com. That's where I also do any promotions of new products I have, like my Deal Magnet newsletter that uh, membership that's coming up that I talk a lot more in detail about this. I talk more about list building. I interview people about list building. Um, and when that launches, I'll be launching at a ridiculously low price just to get people in it right now until I start ranking up my, uh, my email, uh, advertising to get people on my list. Um, so you can get that at realestateaudios.com and stay tuned for the next interview. All right. Thanks.